Straight up. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Show me the money! I need to feel you, Jerry! Show me the money! Jerry, you better yell! Show me the money! We like, like the juice. Juice, yeah. juice is the juice good. Is very good. So good. It's been a while, but it's so good to be back. It is the Cash and Out Podcast. Uh, Scotty Vegas with Anthony Rothman, and it is football season. Thank God we took a little summer off. We took a break when, you know, we needed a kind little of. break, yeah. uh, a little pause, and uh, <laughs> and now we are ready to go. And uh, it's football season, so let's talk. Obviously, bank accounts replenished. <laughs> yeah, we've got the bank account ready to go. Let's talk uh, a little bit of Ohio State and college football, and we'll make our our playoff picks in this podcast as well. So I want to start out with an unbelievable stat that I want to give to you, Anthony. Mm -hmm. And uh, here's what it is. Is Ohio State, the last four times, they have started out on the road to start a season. Four times. They were trailing at halftime all four times. The last four times they've trailed at half. And then they've gone on to win the game pretty easily. But it was, they trailed uh, against Navy back in 20, I think it was 2014. They trailed uh, to Virginia Tech on the road. They trailed to Indiana. And then a couple years ago when they were playing at Minnesota, they were losing at the half to Minnesota. They So basically... They've had slow starts when they start out the season on the road. And so now I was, that made me think, let's look at the lines specifically Mm -hmm. for first half and for Indiana this weekend. And I found a stat that was an odds offering that was really interesting. It was Indiana to be leading at the half and then Ohio State to win the game. I want you to guess what those odds are. That Indiana is winning at halftime, can't be tied, have to be winning, and then Ohio State go on to win the game. Indiana winning at halftime would have to be, you want to talk about straight odds? Straight odds. Um, I mean, that's got to be... Eight to one. Okay. And then Ohio State to go on and win the game. And it's much higher. It's actually 17 to mm-hmm. 1. You can get that Indiana will be leading at half. And then Ohio yeah. State ultimately go and win the game. It's just wild. It's just wild the fact that the last four times Ohio State started on the road. And Navy was yeah. at it was actually a neutral site game. But that counts as Ohio State wasn't in Ohio Stadium to start the year. They were trailing in the last four times at half. Isn't that wild? It is wild. And I also, you'd have to chart this for me, but I, I don't think Ryan Day has been very good at covering in his openers. Well. Actually covering. That's a that's a good question. What was what was the opener last year? I'm trying to, I'm trying to think. I know that Minnesota yeah. two years ago, they didn't cover. Um, but yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure overall what his, his record is in season openers, but I will tell you this. I have a feeling Ohio state is going to cover a lot more games in these big spread matchups because of the depth on this team this year. I feel like, you know, obviously you're going into the season with two quarterbacks that they feel pretty confident about. So when you've got the second quarterback in, I don't think they're going to see much of a drop. And then uh, same thing. They're so deep at wide receiver. They're so deep at running back that even when the starters are out, you're basically seeing line two, right? Starters coming in. So I think what that does is that benefits with the depth that Ohio State has that they will cover more lines 
than they have in the past. So just to answer your, your earlier question, Ohio State was a 13.5-point favorite against Notre Dame last year, and they won by 11. Okay. So I don't think they've been very good at covering. Now, Indiana certainly is, you know, the worst defense in the Big Ten last year. They got a ton of transfers. Whether they can, you know, swing big early, I don't know. They, they might have an athletic quarterback here. But it just seems like, to your point, they're going to get worn down. And if you bring in another quarterback, which is what they're going to try to do, they're going to want that guy to not just turn around and hand off. Like, I think if you really want to decide which quarterback is going to be the one come Notre Dame, you can't just have Devin Brown go in there and hand the ball off in mop-up time. Like, right. I think he, so you're right. It's almost like you're bringing in another wave of offense because you want to see how that guy orchestrates the offense. Yes. And even if you, even if you're talking about second, third, fourth running backs, I mean, those guys are legitimate no starting running backs at 90% of the schools. And on top of that, eventually the big boys wear down the little guys. They just do. I mean, Indiana may put up a fight. Maybe they get off the field on a third down early. Everyone thinks, okay, there's a little bit of a struggle. But eventually, you're going to get some arm tackles. You're going to get guys breaking 60 yarders. It just happens. We've seen this movie so many times where Ohio State can be not looking great and then score 17 points in six minutes. Like, it just happens. And so whether it's a an opportunistic fumble taken to the house or setting up a short field or, you know, some stupid penalty or turnover by the underdog team that, that's kind of in it, I don't see it. I know it's the first game. It is on the road, but it's a drivable game for this fan base. I don't know whether maybe Indiana fans will be excited for the opener, but they're not going to be excited to play Ohio State, I don't think. So they'll probably be selling their tickets. I, It's not a long drive. It's, what, three and a half hours to get to Bloomington. It's an afternoon game, so you don't even have to leave early. You can leave the morning of the game. Like, it's, it should set up for a lot of scarlet and gray in that stadium on Saturday. And looking at the current odds, Ohio State minus 30. The over-under is 59.5. On the money line, Ohio State is minus 6,000, which means a $100 bet on Ohio State on the money line gets you back $1.67. <laughs> How about that bet right there? You know what? Just to, just to make it interesting, let's throw 100 on Ohio State to win a dollar. Uh, I don't think so. But all right, let's look at uh, our predictions now for week one. What we do each week is we give out our score and then who we think is going to uh, get the first touchdown of the game. So we will continue with that. Moneyline Mark will be back with us next week for the predictions, but we can get a little head start here. What's your score prediction for Saturday and first touchdown? Yeah, 41-10 Ohio State, Travion Henderson, first touchdown. Okay, so you have them covering by one point. Mm -hmm. Some some books have it at 30 and a half, so you would have them <laughs> covering by a half point. Uh, yeah, that's, that's about which what... Which would change the trend of what I just said, which is that they don't cover the openers under Ryan Day. Yeah, that's true, just, which we know the last two they haven't. And, and here's the thing. I'm only going on what I think is the talent discrepancy. Yeah. I can't know, and you can't know, to handicap game situation struggling mistakes. Ryan Day's been kind of really playing this like I want the quarterback to to make the routine play routinely, but are they really not going to take some shots against Indiana, right? Are you really going to just throw sideline to sideline? You've got to take some shots. Our, our Ohio State guys can beat Indiana guys one-on-one. -on -one. I can't imagine 
you're not going to be able to uh, to cover this. Now, I, I am going on the cover, Scotty, as uh, based on what I said earlier, which is that you're bringing in another wave of offense. When that second quarterback plays, it's not, quote, just mop-up time. It's It's serious, meaningful snap time. I think he wants to hand... Devin Brown, the same type of game he's handing Kyle McCord. Yeah. That's why I'm going for a cover. Do you think that Devin Brown plays in the first half? Um, Boy, that's a great question. Because I want to, in my mind, I, I instantly wanted to say yes. But then it really depends on how the game is going. And how many drives you get in the first yeah, half. Yeah, he, he, cannot, he cannot pull Kyle McCord on a bad series, he can't have that taste in his mouth, right? You can't make Kyle McCord think that he's coming out of the game because of something he didn't do well. That was, I think that's very important, unless that's exactly what happens. And he's just so bad that you have to make the change because it is about winning the game. But I, I, I want to go back to, man, it'd be nice if you gave the starter a half and yeah. then see what the score is. And if the score is tight, you could start him in the second half, and then if you can get a lead, a big enough lead to put Devin Brown in, you bring up a good question because does he put Devin Brown in a close game, a backup quarterback, thinking I need to spark the offense, or is he putting him because he has the comfort to be able to do it? I, I'm going to lean more on the comfort. Yeah, I, I honestly think the ideal situation would be you play Kyle McCord the entire first half, you play Devin Brown the entire second half. All right, you've got your score, and my yep. score, I'm going to go with 49-10. to 10. Okay. I think Ohio State will win this game, and I think they'll cover pretty easily. Uh, I've got it right as the over-under number because the over-under mm -hmm. number is 59.5. I have it at, at 59 total points. Uh, first touchdown, I'll go with Marvin Harrison. Okay. All right, let's go with our playoff picks real quick for this season. Uh, I'll go first. My four, I've got Ohio State. I've got Georgia. Again, it, it's relatively boring picks right there. Uh, and then I actually think that Michigan will also get in. I think there will be two Big Ten teams again this year. And then my fourth is a little bit of a wild card. I'm going to take Washington out of the Pac-12. I love mm -hmm. Michael Penix, their quarterback. They have great wide receivers. They were good last year. I think they take another step up. I was looking at their schedule. Their main thing is they've got to go and win at USC. I think they can outscore USC. So I've got Washington making the playoff. That's my somewhat surprising team. Anthony, who are your four? All right, give me your four again. I'm writing these down. Ohio State, yep. Georgia, mm -hmm. Michigan, and uh, Washington. Okay. Um, Just to kind of relate what ESPN did, you know, a couple of the experts really went chalk and went all four favorites, you know, Ohio State, Michigan, Georgia, and Bama. I can't tell you whether I know whether Bama's overrated, underrated, or properly rated. We just don't know. They're going to have a hunger, just like Ohio State does, of getting back there. You can't keep Bama down for too long. Um, I feel like having a wild card pick is kind of fun instead of just going chalk because I could easily see myself doing the same thing, Ohio State, Bama, Georgia, Michigan, um, as the guys on ESPN. There's one team that I feel like if they can win the early game on the road would have such a leg up into getting into the playoff. It's Texas? Yeah, yeah, it's Texas. If they can go to Tuscaloosa and beat Bama in week two, then all of a sudden – they're the pick. No doubt. Right? Because they'll get Oklahoma on a – they're playing Oklahoma on a neutral. Yeah. But they'll get Kansas State at home. I don't think they'll have a problem going to TCU and winning. And so just for the sake of on today, 
and I'll reserve the right to change this, but I I will throw in, since you did a wild card pick, I will too, and I'll go Ohio State, Georgia, Michigan, and Texas. Okay. Yeah. So you have Texas potentially winning that. Now, if they lose that game, I'm in big trouble. You're in trouble, but now, you're not completely out of it. Not completely out of it, but uh, you're right, because Bama – We'll still have to, you know, I, I wanted to say LSU. Yeah. Like, I really wanted to go LSU, but I worry about um, them playing at Bama. Yeah. And later Florida later State, in the year. And Florida State on Sunday. And Flo- like, what if that game goes wrong? Yeah. Then all of a sudden your pick is down the toilet in, in week <laughs> one. Now mine could be down the toilet in week two. Now Bama's schedule, let's go over it real fast. They get Texas in week two. They win that game. Obviously, everyone's like, they're back. And they do still have to play Tennessee, but they get them at home and they play LSU and they get them at home. I understand why people are taking Bama. Every big game they have is in Tuscaloosa. They have no tough road game outside of going to A&M in like whatever that is, October 7th. And who knows what A&M will be at that point. Are they a top 25 team now? Yeah. Will they be then? I don't know. So I am understanding why people would rather have Bama, and it is the safe pick. I'm telling you, we could be just fine, Scotty, going with Ohio State, Michigan, and Bama and Georgia, and yeah. be done with it. And that's why the experts have. Which would be a great playoff. Yeah. The other, <laughs> the other wild card pick, and I don't know how much of a wild card it is anymore, is this Penn State team. Yes. And because they really have two swings at this almost, because if they can get themselves into a Big Ten title game well they have to beat Ohio State or beat Michigan um, depending on how things fall now if they don't come to Columbus and win how are they going to get to the playoff I don't think they are unless Ohio State loses loses Michigan Michigan. and then you have three teams with one loss and then you'd have you'd have to go to a tie-breaking situation and maybe you can get Penn State into a Big Ten title game and then all of a sudden they could make it I'm just not are they ready to come into Columbus and win they certainly could beat Michigan at home I I don't think that's far-fetched but that would be the other team to kind of throw a dart at and say, you know what, you've got a one-game season kind of coming to Columbus if you can win that. But uh, I'll have a little fun and take a team off the board right now as kind of that that fourth team because you and I both kind of feel really good about High State, Georgia, and Michigan. It's who gets that fourth spot. It could be Bama. It could be LSU. It could be Florida State. It could be Texas. It could even be USC. Washington. However, I, Washington. However, I feel like the reason why people aren't picking anybody from the pack is because they feel like they're just going to eat each other alive. Could be. Yeah, yeah. they they usually do, yeah. right? I mean, they usually end up with the, the champ having two or three losses. Uh, Clemson is another team that mm-hmm. not a lot of people are talking about. All right, that is it for Cashing Out this week. Can't wait to get into the NFL next week. This is Cashing Out with Anthony Rothman and Scotty Vegas.